Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. This is the latest in our series, The Life of a Song. This week, Sue Norris has written about tainted love. I'm Griselda Murray-Brown. The opening two notes of the song that helped to define the 1980s synth-pop era are still one of the most instantly recognisable intros to any pop tune. Soft Cell's enduring multi-million seller from 1981 is perhaps the fountainhead of a guitar-ousting genre that dominated much of the decade. Yet Tainted Love came from a cover version of a 1960s B-side by an American soul singer. Gloria Jones, a one-time member of the Motown songwriting operation, recorded Tainted Love in 1965 for the L.A. writer and producer Ed Cobb. Jones's version is a terrific, stompingly breakneck burst of female, had-it-up-to-here defiance. But it slipped past unnoticed until the early 1970s, when the mainly working-class British northern soul scene fell in love with it. Northern soul clubs, such as the Wigan Casino and Manchester's Twisted Wheel, turned it into one of the most played and most bootlegged anthems of this passionately partisan scene. But Jones, a preacher's daughter, said that she never really liked Tainted Love. Talking to This Day in Music Radio, the former church singer recalled, It didn't feel like something that could really present my style. I was more of a torch singer, and I didn't really like the word tainted. I felt it was vulgar and just wasn't proper. Jones also felt she should have shared writing credits, arguing that when Cobb brought the song to her, he changed the melody. She said, He never said, OK, Gloria, that will be 50%. He was like, Oh, thank you very much. Jones knew nothing of the song's underground success. That was until, working as a backing singer for the glam rock band T-Rex, the lead singer, Mark Bolan, asked her if she was THE Gloria Jones. The pair went on to live together until Bolan died in 1977, when the car Jones was driving crashed. The year before, Jones had re-recorded Tainted Love, though to negligible interest. Bolin himself produced a version of the song for Jones's 1976 album, Vixen. But it would be the Northern Soul connection that would catapult Tainted Love to a near-year-long chart residency in 1981. Although they did have a record deal, 
Soft Cell were then still a little-known post-punk band. At the time, the vocalist Mark Armand was working in the cloakroom of the Warehouse Club in Leeds. The Warehouse DJ, Ian Dewhurst, had been a legendary rare vinyl hunter on the Northern Soul Circuit, and he put Jones's single on the turntable. Dewhurst later told the writer Bill Brewster that this guy I conspicuously avoided for nine months, he was always getting into fights with women or something, came rushing up. What's this record? I've got to know what this record is. The result of that chance meeting was Soft Cell's third single, and its success was fast and total. The metallic sound and the brassy electronic signature stabs that punctuate the number came from the duo's electronica and keyboard player, David Ball, the big silent guy at the back, and the perfect visual foil to the flamboyant Armand. The first run-through of Armand's deliberately mannered, thrillingly sinister lead vocal, aimed at merely checking the sound, was the one used on the final cut. The American goth rock singer Marilyn Manson picked up the song for a version in 2001 that was bombastic, trashy and just as absurd as a number on the soundtrack of a spoof film called Not Another Teen Movie should be. Rihanna sampled the opening notes of the soft cell version throughout her 2006 hit, S.O.S. The Canadian jazz band The Lost Fingers recorded an energetic acoustic version for their 2008 covers album, Lost in the 80s. But surely the most inspired repurposing of those two notes belongs to the film director, Spike Jones. In a 1996 ad for Levi's Jeans, Jones set the action in a hospital emergency room, hooking the notes into the beep-beep of the monitors and setting medics and a gas-addled patient into a delirious song-and-dance version until the patient crashes. But in the end, he survives. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. 
Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.